This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Yes, Kevin met this girl, Fran, at Taft Ale House. Did shots together, got along great. He put his phone number in her phone. They start texting back and forth, made a date, end up going to BW3s, had a great time at Buffalo Wild Wings. and She had way too much to drink. She got a little too wild, mm-hmm. so he B-dubbed her back to his place. That's right. Being the kind soul that he is, he didn't want her out on the roads in such a condition. Such a good man, Kevin. Such a good man. She ended up spending the entire night, and yes, they did. Next morning, thank you. That was nice. Uh, what'd you say? Kiss on the cheek? Yeah, on her way out the door, just a kiss and a hug. That was it. All right. So let's call Fran and see what the deal is here. Hello. Hi, is this Fran? Yes, it is. Notice how my voice pitch just went. It, Hi, is this friend? Hi, you, you put on your super overly friendly voice. Right. So gentle, Jen. A yeah, non-threatening voice. Uh, Fran, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How you doing this morning? Hi. Oh, my gosh. I listen to you guys every day. Well, <laughs> that helps. so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> What's one of you? Do you like Second Date Update? Do you ever listen to that? Oh, hi. <laughs> your numbers come up, Fran. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? Off. Yeah, we're totally calling about Kevin. I'm glad that you know this, and I'm glad that you're familiar with Second Date Update because it just makes things go so much easier. <laughs> I got to tell you, Kevin really enjoyed his night with you going to BW3s, and he told us about how you guys met at Taft Ale House. You want to mm-hmm. fill us in on, on what happened there? He said you got a little tipsy, went back to his place, and spent the night. Okay, did he tell you everything? Well, we asked him if there was anything else. He didn't seem to think so. Would you like to elaborate? Well, here's the deal. I don't really want to be mean, but I feel like it's time he just started living like an adult. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, okay, when I was at his place and things were getting, you know, like friendly and stuff, I noticed there was this smell. Oh. And I was a little drunk, so I didn't pay much attention to it at the time. And then just kind of like in the middle of things at one point, my face was kind of close to his shoes. Oh. And I realized that smell was his feet. His feet? His feet. Yeah. Well, and it, okay, so it just didn't stop there. So so I was drunk and I just let it go. And the next morning when I got up, I just like walked around. And, Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You smelled his stinky feet, but you didn't let that stand in the way of... The activities. <laughs> Relations. <laughs> I was drunk. You were drunk. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right, so when you sobered up, then what did you smell? Okay, so when I sobered up, I noticed that, like, the smell was just, it was just throughout the house. It wasn't just the feet. Like, it was 
his gym bags were like all over the place, and there was like sweaty clothes in them, oh. and towels. There's just clothes piled up. It's like he hasn't done laundry. It's like I'm a girl. I like girly things, but his bathroom and his kitchen were a mess. And it sucks because he's, he's a nice guy, but it wasn't just his feet that smelled. The whole place just wow. It just smelled, and then mm. there were like bottles of Axe everywhere, like the body spray, you know. Oh. And, <laughs> Oh, that I'm alone. Like, I'm like, oh, that's what he's using to, like, cover up all that smell. But, smell. And when you live in it, you don't notice it. It's like that lady that has four litter boxes, and you walk in, and the whole place smells like cat. Oh, yeah. and exactly. she, But she exactly. has no clue because she's in it all the time. And So, Kevin, hmm. were you living in a dorm? <laughs> I'm a single guy. I don't think my house is that bad. You know, I could probably pick up a little bit, but I'm a single, I'm a single guy. Fran, are you a, a bit of a neat freak? I mean, is your clean, like spotless, and maybe his is average dirty, but to your standards, it's just not up to par. No, but I mean, I I know the difference between like dirty laundry and clean laundry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just feel like there's certain things that you know, as an adult, you need to take care of. Like you should shower and you should clean your clothes and clean your bathroom. Oh. Did he smell when you guys were like out on the date, or you only noticed it when you were at his house? I only noticed it at the house, so um, he can be clean. Yeah, like both times I was drunk, so so he knows how to use soap and water and wash his clothes. Right, <laughs> he just chooses not to. <laughs> Maybe he needs that woman in his life to make the switch. Ooh, good point. You know? To do that for him? No, or I, don't, to mean, I don't mean to do it for him. him, to get him aligned with where he should be. Make okay. him want to be a better man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clean it up. I, mean, I don't know. It sounds like he wants a mom or a mate. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I mean, I, I do that for myself. Like, I don't need I don't need to get a boyfriend to help me clean stuff. So, Kevin, is this how you live all the time or does she just catch you on a bad day? I don't I'm like baffled a little bit. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm just a single guy, and uh, I didn't know that I was going to have a guest that night. So I guess that's just me being a little more honest. But I, I guess I'm a good guy. And right. If I had known that I was planning on having her come over, I would have picked up a little bit more. And always Fritz, assume, Fritz Kevin. Always mm. assume. I don't know. I mean, if I had a roommate or something like that, I'd obviously be a little bit uh, a little bit more in check. I, I don't know. Hey, Fritch, we got a project for you. I know, right? <laughs> Kevin, I'll be right over. Kevin needs this place Fritch clean. <laughs> yeah, but the thing about it is is that it seems like it's a lifestyle for Kevin. If if any of you were to walk into my bathroom right now, you right. would be like, how do you live? But if he can't pick up after himself now and they were to start like dating, dating, is he just going to change out of the blue? She's or is gonna, she going to have to take over that for she's him? He's going to end up becoming his maid. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's the case. I would change. 
Fran, you. you never know. <laughs> Kev, what are you let's saying, be honest Fran? Here. You hear that, Fran? He's saying he'll change. <laughs> we could send you on a second date. We'll pay for it, and you can talk about other areas that you want Kevin to change. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Show us the list of stuff. <laughs> I think Kevin just hung up. No. <laughs> no. What do you say? You want to? You want to make another go at this, or is this just a deal breaker for you? Sorry, Kevin. You're very nice. But I, I think it's a deal breaker. I'm sorry. All right. Well, we tried. I learned my lesson. What, what lesson is that? Always be prepared. Yes. Be prepared. Always yeah. assume you're going to hook up and clean your house. <laughs> I need a better. I need more self-esteem. I guess. All right. <laughs> you're a good guy, Kevin. Thanks for putting yourself out there and contacting us for second date update. Thanks, guys. You maybe, bet. Maybe there's a woman out there who wants some manly musk. Like yeah. yours. Might be woman that likes your smell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jen keeps a messy so. place. Mm-hmm. Fran, thank you so much for taking the call. Thank you. It was awesome. <laughs> I feel bad for Kevin, but I had fun talking to you guys. But you'll keep <laughs> listening, though, right? <laughs> I was, oh, oh, my gosh. Totally going to keep listening. All right. We appreciate that. Thanks again, Fran. Have All a great right. day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. If you've been out on a first date and haven't heard back, 513-749-2320. Email Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Five ways to become a regular at a bar. We'll explain coming up. News that didn't make the news. Time for some of the news that didn't make the news. You probably cannot tell if your kids are lying to you. And if you're friends with your ex, you might be a psychopath. <laughs> Jesus. It is Thursday, May 12th, 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. You remember when you were a kid and you would constantly lie to your parents and they would almost never figure out the truth? Oh, God, I sucked at it. I was not a good liar. Mm -hmm. Mm, Me neither. (laughs) You lying right now. Well, what makes you think your dynamic with your kid is going to be any different? A new study found that parents pretty much have no idea when their kids are lying and when they're telling the truth. Isn't that something? The researchers had parents watch videos of their kid either telling a lie or telling the truth, and they found that the parents could only predict if their kid was lying or not slightly slightly over half the time. Wow. In other words, you might as well just flip a coin to decide whether your kid is being honest with you. And that's the problem. We really want them to be honest. We want to have honest relationships. The parents were far more likely, though, to guess that their kids were telling the truth, even though half of the videos, the parents were far more likely to guess that their kids were telling the truth, even though half the videos showed kids lying. We like to to believe the best about our kids, but we also got to create an environment where it's okay for them to tell us whatever it is. That they're want that they we want them to tell us to they be honest about. They can't get about. in trouble for being honest. Yeah, all the time. You can't. I mean, if they know they're going to get screamed at, mm-hmm. smacked upside the head, yeah, they're going to lie. Well, a lot of those lies too are, are probably little lies. Like, did you finish your homework? Yeah. Yeah, it's done. No, nope, do it in homeroom <laughs> tomorrow. Well, some people think it's crazy to stay friends with your exes. And some would say you're literally right. A new study out of Oakland University in Michigan found that people who stay close friends with their exes, close friends, sorry, close friends, are more likely to be psychopaths. 
<laughs> Meaning they have dark personality traits, mm. like they're narcissistic or selfish. And that makes sense, since the main reason someone stays friends with their ex is because they still want something from them. Mm. The things we want can range from emotional support to sex, as in, hey, it's 2 a.m., we're both still up, want to yeah, come over? what are you doing? And, yeah, men are more likely to stay friends with an ex if there's a chance they'll have sex again. Of course. You know, since I've been working with you guys, we have done a lot of stories. There are a lot of people researching psychopaths. I was yeah. thinking the yeah. same thing. We do a lot of stories. Psychopaths and sociopaths, they're everywhere, Tim. Isn't it they're funny everywhere. Too, to evaluate how many you fit in versus you're oh. like, oh, that one's not me. Yeah. But then nah. you fit the other psychopath yeah, story this one perfectly. I'm not part of this one, but the <laughs> coffee one, yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is useful information. If you want to have a one night stand, then this study found that women are very attracted to guys who smoke and drink, but only for one night stands. Oh, yeah, we want the bad boys. Bad boys for just a night. Then we're done. Yeah, according to the study, women evidently don't want guys who smoke and drink for real relationships. Mm-hmm. But if he smokes and drinks, he's. Evidently, very attractive for a one-night stand. A lot of stand. fun for a little bit. And the researchers think it's because smoking and drinking are signs that you take risks. And that, like you said, you're a bad boy, which fits the profile of what women are usually looking for in a one-night stand. Mm-hmm. There you go. So even if you don't smoke and drink, do it at 1024 on Saturday nights if you're looking to get some. 1024, like 1224. Was it 1024 or 1224 on Saturday night? Is it 1024? 10, 10, mm-hmm. New survey found the average person is most likely to be having sex at 1024 <laughs> p.m. on a Saturday. There Have they you been go. out day drinking all day or what? And wrapped up by 1026. There you go. Early. Yeah, Saturday is the most popular day to do that. Only 2% of people said Tuesday is their favorite day. 1% said Monday. The average person is... The most, shall we say, revved up and ready to go uh-huh. at 5.35 p.m. on a Saturday. Oh. So if you make it out to dinner in a movie, boy, they're holding out. They're being patient. And our favorite season for hooking up is summertime. Winter came in second. Spring is third. Fall came in last. And finally, 45% of couples say they're so busy they actually have to schedule it. Ugh. That's unfortunate. That is unfortunate because part of the fun is the spontaneous part of Mm -hmm. it. Like, oh, yeah. Let's go. This is about to happen. Right. (laughs) Okay. A lot of people are enamored with the idea of being a regular at a bar. Ah, you know, it's cool. It's like Cheers. You know, you go a place where everybody knows your name. They know what you drink. And so as soon as they see you walk in, they give you a wave. And by the time you make it to the bar, your drink's already there. Yeah. These people know me. Uh This is my community. These are my people. Yeah. And yeah, maybe you score a free drink every now and then. Mm -hmm. But it takes a little work to become a regular at a bar. And somebody actually created a five-step list to become a regular at a bar. Okay. What do we got to do? I'm going to tell you next, (laughs) after the break, with Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102. First, we check in with Tori A. Cannon, who's got your Q102, carryautomotive.com traffic. (laughs) 
Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 735. Just a cheat sheet reminder. Pick your purse is coming up. Try not to be as late as we were yesterday. When did Jeez. that go? <laughs> that was that was the 9 o'clock contest, I, I think. Boy, we got into crazy. a conversation. And we just, and I don't even remember what it was about. Yeah. Probably something you did. Right. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> okay, so being a regular at a bar is something that uh, some people, that's very they important to some people. To. Yes. yes. And, you know, it's all about just having a place you can go, having a place you can call your own, a place you feel welcome, where, like the Cheers song says, where everybody knows your name. Well, and it's nice to have those perks. I mean, when, you know, they know when the servers know you and the bartenders know you mm-hmm. and you oh, just it's sit- awesome. Yeah. I mean, you do. You get better service. You get faster right. service. You get friendlier service. I mean, for hundreds of years, mm-hmm. the pub is where the community gathers true you know and people talk about the debate the issues of the day right and catch up with each other and stay plugged into the community yep well it takes a little work to become a so-called regular at a bar it ain't easy these days it's Mm -mm. a five-step process Mm -hmm. here are the steps number one always leave a tip oh god yeah and a good one a fat one yes and i think molly wellman and Each and every bartender would agree this is probably the most important step. And you should over-tip at first. And we learned this young, didn't we? We were doing this in our 20s. This is is instinct. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) So far, anyway. It's not for everybody, though, because I feel like a lot of people kind of skim on the tip. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Absolutely. They'll leave just a dollar on two drinks. Yeah. You can't be doing that. Mm -mm. And when they start giving you free drinks, make sure you leave a tip for those, too. Factor in those drinks as part of the sum total. Heck, yeah. So that's number one. Number two, always sit at the bar, even if you get food. Mm -hmm. Sit at the bar. That way you can talk to the bartenders and get to know them. And by the way, it's you're just sort of... You're spending more on that piece of real estate. You know, every mm-hmm. bar seat, every seat at that bar, think of it as real estate. Absolutely. They want to see a certain certain amount of money come in from that piece of real estate. Right. And, and it, drinks are fine, mm-hmm. but drinks with food? Even better. I would think. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, if you're sitting there, like say you go into a bar and you know you're going to be camping out for a few hours, you need to make sure that you're tipping them on every cocktail or mm-hmm. close to it because... They could be having a rotating chair there getting tips the whole time. There could be somebody new every five minutes that's, sending, that's giving them a tip. Yeah. That's true, too. But you also got to be open to the fact that there are going to be people standing behind you and reaching past you and in between you, and you mm-hmm. can't get all annoyed yeah. annoyed and grumpy. You wanted to sit there. That's right. That's part of it. If you're yep. going to squat there, it's fine if you're spending money. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But understand, if the place is popular and they're mm-hmm. busy, you got to be flexible. Yep. It's a crowded world. We all got to get in where we fit in. But if you sit at the bar, you can talk to the bartenders. You can get to know them a little bit. They'll start treating you like a regular a lot faster. So that's number two. Number three, try to go at the same time on the same days. So they know when to expect you. Yeah, Yeah. you want to deal with the same bartenders as much as possible. And most bars have a regular schedule for staff. So if they're working on a Thursday at 5 o'clock, they probably work every Thursday. Mm -hmm. Not true in all places, but just... That's important. Friday happy hour, you're there. Mm -hmm. It's getting to know the schedule, right. Uh, Number four, order the same drink for a while. That way, they'll know what you want before you order it. I got surprised last night. Our server at dinner, he said... uh, 
would you like a Woodford Manhattan? We can get you a large ice ball. We'll put half the sweet vermouth in. I'm like, oh, God, they gave you an ice ball. <laughs> I know how you feel about those balls. I love this guy. Yeah. Yes, please. It's your new best friend. That That's such a... That just makes you, it's the client, feel important. Oh, yeah, right? and that definitely makes you want to give them a bigger tip. Mm-hmm. It's a give and take you got going on there, baby. Absolutely, and when your drink gets low, they might just hand you another one on the house. You know, my rule always was when I was getting free drinks everywhere for myself and my friends, I would kind of keep a running tab in my head about what I was getting, and I always just gave them the tip was always what I would have spent on the booze. Yep. Because yeah. it's still I mean, I'm close still, to it. Right. I'm still saving a ton of money, mm-hmm. you know, but. Yeah, that was kind of my policy, too. Yeah, yeah, but taking care of them like that, you or know, if guarantees. You order like five shots, throw down a 20. You I mean, bet. you're saving tons of money on those shots. Mm-hmm. Throw down the 20. Yep. Yeah, because what what would those shots cost approximately? At know? least twenty. Yeah, right. anywhere so from five to ten dollars, yeah. depending on what you get. Okay, here is step number five, and this is almost as important as always leaving a tip. Okay. Never, ever, ever ask for a free drink. You oh, never ask for a no, free no, no, drink. No, 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 no. I can't believe anybody would do that. Whether yeah. you think you deserve one or not, based on how long you've been a loyal, regular paying customer, mm-hmm. you never ask for a free drink. You might get one free drink out of them, but then you're never going to get another one. So true. And don't act like a VIP, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool if you are a VIP or if they treat you like a VIP. Just don't act like one. We if, all know that guy. It, yeah. If it's busy, you still got to wait. And by the way, that'll that'll be what makes you awesome as a customer, too, mm-hmm. when you get that. Yeah, so true. By the way, uh, not to change the subject, but I kind of have to change the subject because we got Pick Your Purse here in a minute. We have a, a crash, actually crashes, plural, that have closed I-75 northbound just past the Norwood lateral and I-71, the I-71 northbound ramp to I-272 eastbound 275. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I-75 northbound, right after the Norwood lateral, you're shut down there due to a wreck. Uh, Tori's going to explain all this here in a minute. And then I-71 on the northbound ramp to I-275 eastbound. Oh, my goodness. It's a mess. It is a mess. And it's not even raining. What's going on? It's We're having a day. <laughs> Just one of those days. <laughs> Be advised it's going to take you longer. If you haven't left yet, seek an alternate route. Tori will have the latest here in a second. <laughs> situations where someone does something so outrageous you can't even be mad you're just you're, you're almost impressed yeah yeah <laughs> a woman in england just posted a story on a website called mumsnet 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 all right about the insane email this insane email she got after a wedding she says that she went to an ex-co-worker's wedding where the couple asked for checks not gifts Okay. Now, you may think that's kind of tacky, asking for checks, asking for money instead of gifts, but it gets way tackier. She gave them a check for 100 British pounds, which is about $144 American. Okay. that's Isn't that about a standard $100 yeah. wedding gift? I think so. I, you know? I think so. Or has, has it gotten really crazy? 
Has it gotten crazier than that? I think so. it depends on how many, how close you are to the people. Yeah, whose mm-hmm. wedding are you going to? Yeah, if it's your best friend's wedding, I think you should spend a little more. But if it's, you know, a small work acquaintance. But if it's your best friend's wedding, you've already dropped a load on everything leading yeah. up to it. But they want the gift, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it also depends on how much they spend on yours. If you've already gone first. Ooh, and Yeah. And they gave you a $500 gift. Guess what? Buckle yeah. up. It's not about uh, the thought. It really is. There are rules to this. There are always rules. There are. Well, last week, she got an email from the couple that said, and I quote, we were surprised that your contribution didn't seem to match the warmth of your good wishes on our big day. What? She oh, yeah. That? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she evidently was not happy with the 100 British pounds. Didn't think it was enough money. She goes on to say, in in view of your own position, if you wanted to send any adjustment, it would be thankfully received. Wow. So they that wanted so more ballsy. money? Isn't that oh, yeah. ballsy? Oh, my God. I can't. Well, I just thought of something. I know of, I, I know of a similar. Go ahead. Finish the story. Oh, my gosh. Aunt Jen, you didn't send me enough money. Yeah, I'll take, a, exactly. I'll no, take it, a 50 spot. It wasn't that. It's the way it's worded. They yeah. didn't match the warmth of your card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's being a you-know-what. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to read that again because that is just too yeah. much. Yeah. The email she got from the couple after giving this couple. First off, they ask for money. They right. don't want gifts. Yeah. They want money. checks. Right. And so she gives them a check uh-huh. for 100 British pounds, which is the equivalent of 144 U.S. dollars. Which is pretty darn good. And then she gets an email from the couple last week saying, we were surprised that your contribution didn't seem to match the warmth of your good wishes on our big day. <laughs> In view of your own position, if you wanted to send any adjustment, it would be thankfully received. Now... What if the couple that gave the $144 are multi-bazillionaires? Don't does matter. that make a difference? No. No. It doesn't. I don't think it I'm does. I'm trying to get into the mindset. <laughs> I'm just I trying mean, that's to almost $75 a person to come to your wedding. I mean, come on. So if you received such an email, right. would you adjust? Would you? Uh, no, I would no. call and can't cancel the check and make yeah. sure if it had been cashed already. That's what a lot of people are suggesting. The woman is not planning on sending more money, and most of the people on the website are saying she should adjust what she gave them by canceling the check. Yes. And maybe giving money to charity instead. Like, since you're such a picky person, I took $500 now and gave it to the such and such foundation mm-hmm. in your honor. So, learn how to be generous. I just thought of a story of someone I know. Okay. Oh, God. A group of four guy friends who've been friends their entire life. I don't know if this was the third or fourth guy to get married, but they kind of always gave each other. I don't remember if it was $200 or $500. It might have been $500. That's a lot. Is what it, I think it was. It was $500 that they gave each other for the wedding. Well, when the third or fourth wedding happened, that groom from one of the other grooms only gave them $200. So... The groom and the other two friends all, like, got on this guy's case and told him he needed to give him- 300 more? 300 more dollars. Wow. Pressure. It, it became, like, a big fight till eventually he did send a check to make up the difference. 
That's what if you're on hard times? I mean, you're spending. Oh, that didn't matter. You're spending that tons of money on the wedding. You might not have the money. It was an, it was an out of town wedding. Yeah. Uh huh. And no. they were in the wedding. Oh, I hate that. In the wedding, and um, I think had a new baby. There's a lot of pressure about <laughs> gifting, especially at weddings. Isn't it crazy? And especially if you're a woman, because a lot of times women go to like one bridal shower, one couple shower, and then the wedding, and then there's always, should I bring a gift to all three, or mm-hmm, what should I do? Mm-hmm. And how much do I spend? And how much do I spend? How much do I spend? You know, that's always tough. And that's a lot it's of times hard. why I prefer to get a gift as opposed to giving money, because you don't necessarily know I, I, how much the gift costs. Yes. But you know exactly how much cash you're sending. My favorite thing to do is mm. just go to the registry and pick like out a few things mm-hmm. that are within the budget. And I send them directly to their house. I don't even send it to my house and wrap it or anything. Mm-hmm. I send it directly to their house. People love getting the mail. They like opening up and being surprised. And then I don't have to deal with anything else. Wow. I feel like it's just an easy way to go. Yep. Mm. What's the cheapest wedding gift you got, Jen? You know, I don't remember the cheapest, in all honesty. I, I, God, it's been so long since I got married. I remember getting something. I remember getting a $400 vase. What is it? Waterford Crystal Vase. Vase. A vase. I got a vase from somebody we worked with, and it knocked me off my chair because I never in a bazillion years would have expected a $400 vase from this person. It was one of those like, whoa. You're welcome. Kind of, no, it wasn't you. (laughs) I don't remember. What did you get me? Do you remember? I don't remember. Must have been good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't remember. It was a either. long time ago. I don't remember. Right. Probably give you cash. Yeah. He's a cash guy. He kinda, yeah. Probably came in an envelope. Yeah, it probably did. His check for <laughs> 100 British pounds. Yeah, so it could have just been his presence and his, um, his, his, his yeah, involvement in the videos and the introduction of the. My, my MCing skills. Yes, the introduction of the bridal party. Hey, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I, I need a VCR, but I think I may have found your wedding video in my stuff when I oh, moved. Oh, wow. Why do you have Which it? Which one? The I don't sh- know. The short one or the really long one? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you'll have to play it and find out. Yeah. Because that would be some funny audio if you could Maybe hear Maybe you have a copy because you were emceeing some things and you wanted to keep that for your reel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. No kidding. It might be. <laughs> but my favorite, I would love for us to get the, we need to get the video up on social media of you lounging on the stairs. Oh, that's a train wreck. Yeah. And he's just, oh. It's awful. Oh. That's awesome. It's awful. 513-749-2320. What is the cheapest wedding gift you got? 513-749-2320. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen. Woman in England gave an ex-co-worker a check for $144 for a wedding gift. Which, you know, that's a nice gift. I think $144 is great. Yeah, I know that's a random number. It was actually 100 British pounds. And that's how it makes sense. And you may think it's tacky to give cash at a wedding, although some people do it. Some people think it's tacky. But you could argue what made this tackier is the fact that this woman asked for checks. She asked for money. And then when she got the check, she sent an email 
to the couple saying, yeah, we were surprised that your contribution didn't seem to match the warmth of your good wishes on our big day. <laughs> Which is just amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, what a, I, I kind of appreciate the choice of words there. I like the way that she languaged that. In view of your own position, mm-hmm. if you uh, would like to send an adjustment, it would be thankfully received. An adjustment, it would be thankfully received. How do you like fascinating. that? I, fascinating. So... We asked the question, what is the cheapest wedding gift you've ever got? Amanda. Um, eight people gave me $20. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Wow. And were these people that, how well did you know them? Were they on hard um, times? They are family. Um, oh. A little bit. So I wasn't too angry, but, yeah. you yeah. know, I can't be angry. They gave me money one way or the other. So. Exactly. Mm. And are they old? No, it was a full family. Uh, It was a husband, wife, and their kids, plus the boyfriends and the kids. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. It's $2.50 per person. Yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. Do you you think about that when you're planning on inviting people? Like, if you're paying for them to eat for a family of five, do Uh you expect a gift for, like... Two to three hundred dollars because you're paying so much per plate. No, I well, I didn't. I, I was lucky enough that my parents paid for the wedding. So, mm. um, but you know, you you kind of have to take it into consideration that you know right. they, they. I think they were a little bit on hard times. So yeah. 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 All right, we'll put you down for twenty bucks, Amanda. Awesome, thanks. Thank you, Anna. Yes. What's the cheapest wedding gift you got? I was re-gifted a book for wines around the world that came from somebody's 60th birthday party. I opened up the package. <laughs> I opened up the bag, and the shards from her wrapping paper oh. was still in the bottom of the bag. Oh, my goodness. Wow. They don't even try to hide it. No, she didn't. And I didn't. If she was like an add-on. My aunt invited her to the wedding it was as her guest, so I had to pay for her to be at my wedding. Yeah. And here she is re-gifting me her 60th birthday present. Oh, wow. That's funny, though. I mean, you have to kind of giggle a little bit. You know what happens? It's like, oh, bless her heart. And then give it back to them for, like, Christmas or anniversary. <laughs> See if they even notice you. <laughs> yeah, I gave it to Goodwill, and I just I didn't even bother to send a thank you card for it. Still bitter, huh? <laughs> well, you know, it, her and her husband came, and we had to pay for them to be at the wedding. And then, you know, it was just a yeah. little inconsiderate, I thought. I mean, would it, would it have been better or worse for them to just not give anything at all? Yeah, no, I don't know. It just re-gifting me something that you didn't want yourself is mm-hmm. just, I think, not something you give for a wedding. The old wrapping paper shards are my favorite <laughs> yeah. part yeah. of the whole story. Yeah. And she didn't even invite me to her 60th birthday party. It would have been a chance for you to give her back her gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Anna. I got to spend time with her. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. 24 hours from now. 24, baby. 24. We will be two hours and 12 minutes into the Jeff and Jen 513-day, 12-hour broadcast marathon. Yeah, we're basically taking over the radio station tomorrow to spend the entire day celebrating Cincinnati. And what a wonderful place this is to live. And just, it's just great. It's the just sights, awesome. the sounds, All the smells, the people. The food. The places. Yeah. You name it. Yeah. We're going to be all about it, and we're going to have the entire staff is going to be out and about in the city going to all, all of our favorite places, and we're going to be sitting here playing all of your favorite music. We're uh, all requests all day. The song's ever been played on Q102 since 19 what? If it was a hit on Q102, <laughs> I mean, Q102's been on the air since 1972, hmm? so You've it got was a hit here. Options. We'll play it. 
tomorrow. Yeah. So if you want to start sending us any song requests, please do so. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. That's two N's and Jen. Yes, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Mm. Right. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. 